see, that's very polite, but I was just thinking about how if I am prepared for anything today, it's going to be to mention the name of the podcast and call you by name. Oh, but, it, but if I mean, if good you morning, want. Sir Cameron Daigle. Oh, there we go. That's right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do all that for the queen and the country, if not to be called properly a proper sir. Do we uh, have any um, analog in the United States of getting knighted? Um, well, there's an egot, I guess. What? Oh man. That joke didn't land. An EGOT. It's a Emmy. It's a joke from the Thirty Rock. A, a person who gets an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Ah, yeah. I don't like it. Oh. I want to be able to just get it for pretty much anything I do. Oh, oh, oh! You mean a sir? Like a, a contribution to United States of America society, like. Uh. When it doesn't have to be knighted, we don't have to be called sir. It could be a whole different um, prefix. Hmm. Uh. So you 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 kind of want just sort of a, a medal and award structure uh, external to a sort of military situation. Yeah, I want an honorific available for earning by myself and my contribution to our great society. Is this, like, okay. I don't want to go out on a limb here too early, but <clears throat> you know, we could receive it for this podcast eventually as it's become sort of a cultural phenomenon at this point. Well, you, you're firing off the hip today. Um, wait, well, um, is this just a, an on off switch? Like you, you, you either, you, you get this single honorific or you don't like, this is kind of your, your, uh, your one achievement. Or are you thinking more of like a, a ladder of uh cultural achievement, uh, uh, titles? You know, I like that because the last thing we want to do is look like we're just straight imitating our once oppressive overlords, the British. <laughs> we need to have a better system. I like this because the hierarchy of titles at once is more involved than theirs, and it allows for that American spirit of "I'm better than someone else." Um, oh no! That's, and I can. That's called. You know, uh, that's called market forces. It's oh yeah, there you go. Cultural capitalism. Um, oh, the uh, so. You're gonna so all right. So uh, this now I'm wondering is in the spirit of copying things from the British, uh, do they just have sir right? Or don't they have a bunch of uh, of bullshit other titles? So uh, you know the the Prince of Wales is actually like forty five other things. Um, the yeah, Lord of, of, of Junctionshire and things like that. Some <laughs> definitely he is Lord of Junctionshire, <laughs> which I think is right next to the island of Sodor. Mm. Isn't that where Babar is from? It's where Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, from. okay. Sorry, wrong child, wrong children. <laughs> That's a good guess. Uh, um, yeah. So those are all. I think those are all some kind of vestigial royal titles or who knows what. But I, as far as I can tell, the sir, the knighting, is an honor bestowed on anyone without having any qualification or responsibility, which is key. 
That's true. It is sort um, of. Oh yeah. Well, it is sort of like completely arbitrary, isn't it? Uh, like uh, Elton John is a sir. Paul McCartney is a sir. Basically, they're like, "Hey, you you repped us well out there. Here you go." Say like various authors. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Just just repping. It's just well. <laughs> there. So. All right. So, what what is the American version of of repping us well out there? All right. Who would be the first person you would give it to? I guess. Uh, well, okay. So this is an award for being most American, or like not really the best representation of America, because but like most representation of America. I well, think. I guess we're going to have to pick something real quick then, because you're going to go two ways with this. Most accurate representation of America that everyone knows, or what I think the more traditional path would be, <laughs> is someone who's American, which everyone around the world seemed to mostly respect and got something good out of. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, because the, the, the sirs that I can think of off the top of my hand, which I believe are uh, Elton John, Paul McCartney, and I think Ben Kingsley is a sir. Uh, at some point, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh, that's a good one. Wait, I thought he was Canadian. What? Isn't Patrick Stewart Canadian? He's not. Which which uh, which Star Trek actor is Canadian? Patrick which Star Stewart. Trek actor was Canadian? Jonathan Frakes, maybe or. Oh. Patrick Stewart. No, he's English. You're right. He's uh, it's actually. Oh, oh, this is an important part uh, thing that we haven't discussed is that there's a there's a second part to the Sir. Um, Ooh. There's a, there's it's Sir Patrick Stewart, comma OBE, which is the, and I'm not. Uh, I I intend this only in as Bill and Ted as it just inherently is, but it's the most excellent order of the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I sort of do want to copy that part. <laughs> yeah, I will. I pre- <laughs> we may have we may have bitten off more than we can chew here. Uh, there's five classes of appointment to the order of the most excellent British Empire. There's a whole like knighthood order thing. Uh, this man, this reminds me of the time I looked up the British uh, pound and lost like two hours. Um, the order was founded by King George V to fill in gaps in the British honor system. That's right. They have they have the British honor oh, system. No, th- there was a British honor system. They're yeah. like, oh, we need to flesh this out a little more. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> there's like various orders that are all categorized differently. Uh, you could be the order of uh, the Bath, <laughs> which honors senior military officials. I don't. It says the Bath, so I don't figure it's not like the town of Bath. Um, the order of the uh, so most of these are gone. Boy, these these, these uh, also the badge game on these is just top notch. Oh, are you still there? Testing one two. I think I've lost your audio. <laughs> I hope you didn't stop recording so I don't have to chop this audio together. I did not stop. I, I lost Wi-Fi. Um, if that's going to happen, then that will probably happen a few times. So we have um, bad Wi-Fi sometimes, and it has to do with like the channel that we're on, and I have to switch it all the time. 
Anyway, the, there, there's a, let's see. Oh, we, I'll probably try to chop us back in here. Yep. Um, anyway, most of those, most of these uh, order subphyla don't exist anymore. It seems like it's <laughs> just the order of the um, most excellent British Empire, although I closed the tab because the Wi-Fi cut out. Um, anyway, uh, so we're dealing with, we're kind of scraping the surface of what appears to be a very large sort of knighthood uh, tradition, but I would say that much, that uh, perhaps there, uh, perhaps this is a situation where we could Americanize this. By yeah, that, America makes things up out of whole cloth. Okay, we made up a whole nation. We can make up an honor system. Yeah, or would it even be an honor system? I, mm, but I, in the sense that uh, that you'll get something shiny. I think. Oh yeah. I mean, shininess. Look, let's 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 take a sort of an American look at this. Okay. Um, there seems to be a lot of this that's com- about this that's complicated, but we could throw that part out. Um, there's is a part of it that's shiny. I'm going to keep that part. And what about the fact that we like our individuality? So maybe each person gets the right to give themselves a title. Um. Oh well, then you you kind of lose branding, though. No, well, there's like one part, um, like the OBE or something. Oh, and you just sort of got to stick it before or after your title or anywhere in your title. <clears throat> oh, okay. So you can you can pick your own kind of opener title, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. after your name, there's just a comma, and then some some. Three letters that properly represent the United States of America. Right. So in the case of their sirs, instead of just Sir Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. it might be his most excellent space captain and overlord, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, wow. There's sort of a kind of syllable. Uh, I mean, there's, we're giving people a really a wide, a large palette to work with if we don't have some sort of. A... Um, I'm American. Think America. Yeah. Nobody can tell us what to do. Well, I mean, we we can to the extent that there's going to be strict and swift punishment to people who use uh, uh, titles that they haven't yet earned. Um, and oh con- no, certainly. Considering that we are going to be allowing this, you know, this is about liberty as well. So you're going to have a, a tremendous amount of liberty in terms of what you can intro your name with. But uh, yes. you, you have to protect liberty with, uh, with safety and security and protect against fraud uh, and things like that. And, you know, litigation is obviously going to play a factor here. So we're going to have to crack down on the existence of any sort of like unlicensed uh, prefixes yeah, to people's names. Yeah, like, well, you're saying like we can't have copyright infringement in the name. Like, you can't be like, um, you know, well, well, you could be sponsored, but you can't use it unsponsored. So, like, you can't be like Verizon, AT and T, Sir Cameron Daigle. Well, that that you 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 bring up something very interesting, which is that um, we haven't actually ex- talked about exclusivity rights um, in any way to these these intro titles. So uh, perhaps maybe that's sort of like how you can get in on the ground level. 
um, to some of these some of these names. Um, the name sponsorship. Yeah, it, well, it's it's sort of a um, look uniqueness in uh, like it's this is America, and you should be able to do be whoever you want to be and things like that. But also, like there are a lot of people out there, and 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 uh, everyone's not going to just be able to get. First, you have to earn one of these special names. We've established that early right. on. We don't know um, how, but we don't. I mean, I, I'm suspicious of the way that the British Empire doles these out too. Um, <laughs> As am I. Uh, so, so we're going. I mean, if you want to be like uh, King of Verizon or or whatever, you know, first of all, that naming is going to be up to Verizon. I think they're going to kind of own the licensing there, uh, and then maybe for a small fee. Uh, maybe for a limited time, sort of a term uh, title, you can get in on that name. Um, yeah. Multiple Kings of Verizon, you know, that's what you get for, you know, f- for for your money. But then again, what the, you know, we'll, we'll provide what the market will bear. I mean, this is, we're, we're getting into sort of like how many people domain are name ter- these, territory. Uh, uh, how many people are getting these honorifics? Um. Oh, I think that uh, we we're sort of at a crossroads of uh, you know tremendous licensing opportunity. I, I'm sort of seeing like a cottage industry of of litigation um, as people not only uh, take each other to task, it sort of hold each other accountable, uh, really through you know suing uh, that their name is valid, but also uh, we're going to have to kind of uh, make a clean slate here. Um, for for people who have um, the order of uh, see OBE is all right, but I'm thinking we just put USA on the end there. Um, oh, definitely. So you know, so people who have proper USA honorifics, um, there are a lot of cultural honorifics now that just don't they they at at some point people aren't going to want them. So I think we you know they're going to want the USA. Uh, honorifics, the proper ones, and and so we're going to have to get out in front of that a little bit and sort of. Are you talking about like doctors and lawyers and stuff? Uh, maybe we could work out some sort of a, a licensing agreement with doctors and lawyers. But I, I was just thinking, yeah, the the any sort of honorific as sort of a blanket. Uh, we're going to have to transition these honorifics into our system, is what I'm saying. Got it. Yeah, because I could see we could start out with good intentions. Um, they pass a law. You can have a USA in front of your name under certain conditions with your own um, selected uh, preamble there. But sooner or later, you know, Verizon lobbyists are going to get in there and they're going to try to open it up for lower level people, i.e. enough people to make money off of, mm-hmm. to um, start to get these lower level names. So I guess we got to be practical and anticipate this. Yeah, and 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 uh, there some of these honorifics, the most common honorifics now, sort of culturally, those are going to carry a lot of weight in the market. Uh, so I, I'd, I'd hate to see the the opportunity wasted there just because we're unwilling to transition something like Mister quote unquote into our new honorific system, where it actually has the name is actually backed by the federal government, right. You know, and uh, <clears throat> this could solve a lot of problems in society. I think we're just getting rid of everything else. Well, we're 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 uh, we're we're providing an opportunity to uh, to exchange uh, profit 
And uh, honestly, for some of this on, some of this cultural cachet that you get from your honorific, uh, or maybe not even your honorific, because I'm assuming at some point, generally, these honorifics are going to sort of be owned by corporate entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because they are the ones that are going to allow the honor from these honorifics to sort of trickle down um, to those who need it most. Right, yeah. All honorifics... Um Raise sinking ships. I think that's a phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, so originally the idea is that we'll just expand it so that you're taxed on how many letters you use in your um, created honorific. Hmm. And then we're going to find that that's too cumbersome bureaucratically, and we're going to privatize the honorifics. That's the path you're seeing. Oh, I – hmm. That's a good. I'm, well, I think I think that uh, much like the dollar, uh, back when it was worth something, used to be backed by silver in in, in Fort Knox. Mm, um, yeah. I, I want the honorific to be backed by. I mean, this this is a. I don't. I don't. I'm not some sort of a, a libertarian maniac over here. I don't want to privatize uh, the honorific system. I think that uh, the the honorific system is about the USA, but. Okay. It's the USA is just there to uh sort of l- limit let's say fraud uh cases and things like that. Like the U- the, the our laws should come into play uh when there is uh there's a, an unlicensed use of an honorific. We have to come to the defense of uh the owners of these more common honorifics that might be easy to uh pirate. Um okay. and sort of uh so you know the, the, and Realistically, there is a little bit of a PR issue there because, generally speaking, your more common honorifics are going to be owned by giant multinational corporations and sort of doled out uh, in a very, you know, in the free market. So, right, like switch to Sprint and get six months fee free. Right. You know, extra. Maybe you could upgrade for a limited time to like an eight letter honorific. Down yeah. from your four, uh, that kind of thing. But like the the what I want to make clear here is, it's, you could be reductive and say, "Oh, this means you know the federal government is only going to uh, to step in and defend multinational corporations." But really, the federal government is going to step in and defend the value of the honorifics. And if that in whatever form that might take, we do not discriminate here. The federal uh, the Fed is going to to uh, yeah, so like. If, if, I'm sure that uh, the the honorific uh, um, doctor wants a mere cultural assumption. Anyone can put doctor in front of their name. Now it's going to have real value. I've lost you again. I was I was just waiting with bated breath to hear your conclusion on that. Oh, and, and now, then it cut out. Uh, <laughs> There you are. All right. Once, what I heard Ooh, was boy. once just a cultural assumption. Great. Uh, okay, I'm going to take three minutes off the podcast and switch the Wi-Fi channel. Goodbye. Bye.
I switched to channel channel uh, of five, and it's no channel six, and the five gigahertz channel of one forty nine. There are fifty Wi Fi networks that I'm picking up right now from my computer. Okay, so that's probably what's happening. <laughs> a yeah. massive tangle of Wi-Fi networks, and your computer's like, I'm trying, it's hard. Yeah, and the, the solution that we all have is to continue to Cold War each other with bigger and bigger <laughs> Wi-Fi uh, routers. <laughs> so my, my lowly Apple Airport Extreme plinth thing uh, is uh, being crushed. At this point, uh, folks, this is Cameron and Brock are two people, the podcast in which Cameron and Brock are two people. Uh, I'm Cameron and you're Brock. Yes, I am. We are, uh, uh I, I, I'm working on my, my 32nd pitch here, but so far I have this like, well, as I say it, this, uh, 20 second meta commentary on my 32nd pitch where I talk about how I don't have a 32nd pitch yet. Which I think is maybe standardly now your pitch. I think it's sort of in the spirit of the podcast, for sure. <laughs> um, you can email us at CameronAndBrock at gmail.com. You can visit us on the internet at CameronAndBrock.com or on Facebook at Facebook. And you can call us at... And you can call us at... <laughs> that's right, thank you. 2525-HEY-CAM, um, which is still, it's still out there. Have we checked that? Yeah, I got it. I think... Okay. M- Morgan got in touch with us at one point and said something nice. Oh, but, but, yeah. I just checked our email. But it was like in July. Yeah. Oh, I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's been a little quiet. Hi, Morgan. It's, thanks. It's a little bit. Yeah, it's been a little quiet on the feedback front. But also, whenever it does happen, I completely uh, forget for months. I understand people are intimidated talking to, you know, sort of, I don't want to use the word celebrity, but, you know. It's several people. Know I was going to use the point. word maybe stranger would be better. <laughs> a stranger. Yeah. It's really just your perspective, I guess. Well, see, if we all had honorifics, then we would have the opportunity to, uh, you know, invest in an honorific that accurately describes us and also our accomplishments. Oh, so do you think that would make us more approachable? Mm. Or, I, or might it put like sort of a barrier like we're even further away now i think an important part of being a uh famous and intimidatingly famous pe- person is to have to appear approachable but also have a giant barrier culturally speaking ah, so that's perfect oh. i'll have like a a, a a nice preamble to my name but it's like oh that's that's long one that I mean, seems really valuable yeah, if you're if you're a, if you meet a famous or you hear somebody who meets a famous person, and they usually first thing that they say is they're actually really nice, right? Like that's kind of like usually, yeah, that does seem to be. There occasionally you get the that person's actually a giant dick, but most of the time, so and so meets a famous person, and it's like considered to be some achievement that they were like that they deigned to be nice uh, to you, a, a commoner. Um, so there is, I think that, uh, th- that sort of dynamic just plays right into this, this system. Um, that's well, perfect because then I can just not be a jerk and everybody's like, that guy was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, certainly. I mean, if we if we want to talk about how much this system 
also lowers the bar, like sort of the bar of acceptance for powerful members of our society. I mean, we're just like, the ball's already already rolling downhill on that one. We just sort of push it a little bit. Um, and so, like, it also provides something else important in that scenario uh, that already exists, which is that, I, you know, I meet a famous person. I'm thrilled that they are, like, a basic level of civil to me. But I'm also uh, somewhere in that transaction, uh, that sort of, cult, uh, you know, interpersonal transaction, reminded that they are impossibly... Uh, they have achieved something that I can never hope to achieve, um, right? So, the, and that's that's the where the exclusivity mm-hmm. of these, you know, I and I we all of that sort of like interplay of ideas and feelings and and uh, it can be accomplished via two people exchanging their names at this point because that that uh, that your preamble to your name if I if I come up to somebody and I say, hey, what's up? I'm, uh, you know, Burger King. I mean, because it's got the word king in it. People are going to like that one. Um, Burger King. And you sort of mumble the burger part, right? (laughs) But, you know, you do what you can. Uh, You're working on it. So is uh, Burger King, Cameron Daigle, USA. Well, first of all, I I have a... USA at the end of your name. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking it's like... Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Comma USA. I mean, and also it's sort of a fun reminder... You know that, and I think this is going to be important for sort of international travel too. Um, you really, I think, you know, if I if I have one piece of advice to give anyone traveling internationally, it's that you need to really make it constantly clear uh, to the people in the country that you're visiting that you're from the USA. Um, so this is Excellent. going to help you with that. And then the person who you're talking to, you know, maybe, and I'll, I'm I turned around and and I see, you know. Uh, what's the U.S. What's the American equivalent of Ben Kingsley? Um, uh, St- Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. He's probably not American, um, but what's? I think I was thinking maybe like a Guy Fieri um, type. So like I turned around and oh gosh, yeah. I mean, he's not the. He, in a lot of ways, he is sort of an American Ben Kingsley, uh, but. Uh, I, I don't. I choose not to pursue that any further. But I turned around and it's Guy Fieri, and uh, before maybe he just says hi or something like he's not going to say hi. I'm Guy Fieri because look, everyone within 200 yards of Guy Fieri knows who Guy Fieri is. But uh, if he has the opportunity, if we sort of bring back this like very nice cultural f- like formality where he says, "Oh, hello." I am the most excellent emperor of Flavortown, Guy Fieri, USA. Like that, that provide like I everything I need to know about Guy Fieri is sort of wrapped into this this uh, this title. Yeah, I mean he's in a unique position where you sort of get that impression before he even says the words. But yes, it's not always so obvious. That's true. If I met someone random that I did not I did not know who they were. Uh, but then they, uh, you know, you, you, you're meeting somebody just like at a, at a party or something. Um, and you're wondering like, oh, it's, you know, is this person notable? And like, and I, instead of having to make any sort of assumptions or prejudices, uh, they can sort of immediately through their, uh, potentially very long and, um, and non-branded, uh, custom, uh, uh, you know, I forgot the word for the, the thing that goes before the name. It's not a preamble. 
prefix prefix is it a prefix we've been uh oh you mean like like mr title what it actually is yeah oh um title (laughs) yes that sounds really fancy i I thought we had a word for it we've been riving on this well i guess you know it's like master right yeah master technically any male can be using proper english and call themselves master whatever boy that doesn't carry overseas does it (laughs) no i don't think it carries anywhere anymore Mm, that's true uh so yeah, I don't know. You, you, you get you get through a lot of red tape. It's sort of cultural red tape and establish. Hey, huh? hold on to one second. Uh, whoa. Either either he has a really good idea, or a child walked in the room. It's going to be a fun one to edit. There was a keys emergency. I'm back. Oh, a keys emergency. It's not as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> so we're branding overseas, USA, because right. I don't want to have to find another way to make it clear. Yeah, and and in the true American spirit, this is not a you know this isn't for the elites only. This isn't like uh, the order. Oh, I of the, like this. You know, yes, I, this I, is different. I can kneel, I, but I have to kneel in front of the queen, and they have to put a sword on my shoulder, and like. No. In America, the president has to kneel to you when you receive your honorific. Well, that's at the higher levels. Uh, yeah, I was whatever government say. official the the social you'll probably get this at the social security office or the DMV. Mm-hmm. Whichever person is giving it to you, um, and at lower levels, it's going to be the DMV clerk. They do have to at least really briefly kneel to you. Oh, totally. And that's, that's sort of exact, that is exactly where I was going, which is this, this like haughty in exclusivity in this, like, uh, uh, of the, of the British system doesn't fit to me with the spirit of America, which is that everyone should have an opportunity to this. Now, the type of opportunity that you're going to have is going to be very directly related to what you as an American can afford. Um, but that's just the market at play that's not you know that's not uh elitism that's just no look. that's just reality that's, that's how it is that's it's right market forces so you want a better name you got to work for it so but i mean for for the rest of us or you know you you walk out down to the to then honestly let's not bloat government here this is also going to happen at the dmv um yes so and maybe maybe also like a triple a office or something could handle this but uh, I think that that kneeling of of the person to you uh, is gonna is gonna address a lot of problems. Number one, uh, we don't have to kind of like require. Uh, I was trying to think. So it, it kind of gets us around some some hairy issues in terms of someone's physical capability of kneeling and things like that. Um, so we the, you could go for a high fives, fine too. I mean, hmm. that's very American. That is true. What about a high five and then, uh, you know, and maybe something really efficient that we say that isn't like a long. First of all, we're going to have to train federal employees to, to learn this stuff. Respect. Um, respect would be good. I was thinking maybe just a nice. 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 Yeah. So I guess just, there could be like five or ten approved words, right? Mm-hmm. And And it's really up to the person to. To use one of the approved words. But I mean, yeah, I like all that. I could just be on the forum, I guess. 
Uh, oh, you could select your preferred um, word to be used for the with the official, the uh, officiating DMV clerk. Right. So there's a nice. I mean, uh, there might be an upcharge for actual physical physical contact. Otherwise, they could. Uh, Right, like an actual high five. Excellent. Right. I like excellent. Maybe just like a finger guns and a yeah. Oh, I think mm, that would be premium. Uh huh. Well, yeah. I think. Yeah, and there there'd probably have to be a waiver there, um, for for the gun part. Um, <laughs> yeah, just so much opportunities for customization and self expression here. Uh, and it's, it's utilizing existing channels too. I mean, the DMV, uh, you're already there getting other stuff done. Why not slap a title on there? So it's really just I mean, an upsell opportunity. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, uh, the most valuable members of our society, uh, thankfully wouldn't have to <laughs> go to a DMV. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. no, no. If you have money, um, we'll we'll send a high-ranking government official to your house. Right, so. it's sort of a concierge sort of uh, service. Definitely, uh, yes. I think, and then you know we'll have, and uh, and we don't want to artificially. Uh, we don't have, want to have the this you know have this brand new run on titles, right? Like this, this we're going to open the floodgates here, um, and so we don't want there to be a um, people buying titles that they haven't earned and really the it's important to to not necessarily differentiate between earning and buying here because if you're if you're buying a title that you earned it by definition because it you earned that money and so you use that money to buy yeah, the it doesn't title. matter what so the you words earn the are title. saying i yeah. mean there is a technical level of earning it yeah yeah so but we also don't want uh people to take some sort of these like higher uh, demand titles and and that they may not they may have earned monetarily but uh maybe i mean much like uh i can't i couldn't go get disney.com because come on even if i was the first person to buy disney.com and i bought it at market rate there's sort of like a brand equity there that the government steps in and defends and disney could sue my ass and so that i think we step in and we sort of uh allocate off that top level of, of titles uh, and, and sort of reserve them for the people that actually deserve them. And, and, and uh, I think that's just common sense. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know who's going to decide all of those things, but <clears throat> I'm sure it'll be equitable. I mean, it's, it's, this is where that cottage industry of litigation comes back into play. We're creating jobs. We're mostly in the... We're creating jobs. Mostly oh, in the I law to say sector. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Look, I don't care. The 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 esquires among us need more money to have better titles other than esquire. Esquires, yeah, esquire. I mean, honestly, that one title is going to go straight to the magazine, and they're just gonna there's going to be like a postcard inside the magazine that lets like you as re- soon as like, this yeah as soon as this law is passed, um, the magazine is going to sue. All the lawyers, which seems like a dangerous thing to do right off the bat, but I mean, they have a really strong legal case. Imagine the PR though of publicity. Oh man! I mean, is, like, how can this not create more jobs, more opportunity? It's like you're just making opportunity out of thin air. Yeah, I mean, previ- this is like a, it's almost like a Bitcoin situation. There was nothing, literally nothing, here a second ago, and now there's an entire market of names. So we, this was something that existed 
in a sort of weak, arbitrary, cultural fashion. Oh, you're Esquire. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Oh, it's, some, it's sort of like somewhat backed by various organizations. Like you could, yeah, sure, you could become an MD and get a doctor before your name. But also you could just be a guy and start calling yourself doctor, Dr. Cameron. And like no one is actually there to stop you. It was Wild West. It's the Wild West. I know. I, we, we need more enforcement agencies. How will this be enforced? Will we have just self-reporting? Like, will we have an ad campaign where, where if it's like, hear something, say something about uh, use of names inappropriate? Or will we have monitors, secret shopper style, you know, just like... Oh, like a uh, narc. we got to enforce it. Yeah, yeah well, essentially... Um, oh boy, I think you're going to have to leave this one down to the states. Uh, so if we're leaving this up to the states, it's quickly going to become an issue uh, crossing state lines. Which titles can cross state lines? Um, you know, mm. will you will you have something cool in one state and it gets downgraded in another? You know, can you be? Uh, king lord of speed in one state and then you go to the next state and you're more like church's chicken usa Mm, well i think that we have to keep the 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 national uh title registration sort of at a national level for now but much like when uh you know this thing's gonna hockey stick it's gonna it's gonna just like shoot up to the right uh that the chart's gonna it's the chart's gonna go off the chart and uh at that point we can do uh, well, you know. Are you familiar with the stock split? Uh, yeah, it, oh, yeah. So we're we're at some point we have waiting in the wings in the future of this opportunity. We have a fifty way stock split happening. <laughs> it's really fifty. We're creating so much money. So much money. It's really going to be a fifty one way stock split because we're not going to get rid of the national registry, but we are just going to kind of create a second tier of state specific. Uh, title registry. So I could say, you know, I'm, I'm I'm much like, and now we're sort of getting into the order of the British Empire, the, that stuff where the Prince of Wales has that humongous long title. Um, but we're, we're, we're doing it in a way that's, uh, that's uh, market driven. Uh, so like if I look up the Prince of Wales here, which I'm sure is a person and not a surgery. Um, let's see. It was a title. Granted to the Prince of Wales. Okay, so that uh, so it was a dynastic title. Um, let's see, it's really Prince. It's Harry. Oh, it's Charles. Charles is the Prince of Wales. Um, he's the heir apparent to the British throne. I want his titles, man. You'd think that would be right at the top. See, they're already they're biffing this. So I mean, we're just saying that at, uh, it'll be once here it at is. the federal level. All right, it's going to be a lot more expensive because those names trans those transcend all state. Those are the legacy names. That's the legacy naming. Oh, man, we need to get in on the legacy names. Like, as soon as that splits, you're going to wish you had a legacy name. Exactly. So the prince's full title is, and they have hundreds of years to get this right, and I think they're just barely scraping the surface of it over there in the UK. His Royal Highness, Prince Charles Philip Arthur George. That's the opener. Uh, Then there's a comma. Prince of Wales. See, there's no name standardization here, which really bothers me. Um, His Royal Highness Prince Charles Philip Archer George, Prince of Wales, 
KGKTGCBOMAKQSOPCADC Earl of Chester Duke of Cornwall Duke of This is the this is one dude. Yeah. Duke of this is Prince Charles. Duke of Rothsay, <sighs> Earl of Carrick, Baron of Renfrew, Lord of the Isles and Prince and Great Steward of Scotland. There's there's That's dumb. Yeah, that's I I see what they're going for, but it feels like there there maybe were like four or five different naming conventions over the years, and they never standardized this stuff. I also see no brands in there whatsoever, which just seems like a missed opportunity. Big time. I don't know what brands they have, but um, well, there's Lori's. Oh no, there's like a biscuits. Biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's it's like Grand Duke of Scotland. Biscuits, (laughs) Biscuits, <laughs> OBE, order of biscuit excellence. <laughs> oh wait, I do sort of like that one. And there, there's no OBE in there too. I don't even know what his status is with the order of the British excellence. Maybe that's the problem. Like they wouldn't let him in, and so he tried to take his own route, and he just really lost control. And it's just sad at this point. They're well, just like, don't add another title, man. I, I know you're not fooling anybody, and he's like, no. I'm Duke of Chester label. I mean, there's a lot of letters in there, and I don't know if anyone's been actually checking in on what all those levels mean. <laughs> oh, here they are. Knight of the Garter, Knight of the Thistle. Knight of the Garter? Mm. I'm sorry. Most noble order of the Garter. Knight of Knight Grand Cross of the Order of the Bath. Order of Merit. Knight of the Order of Australia. Oh, so there's some a little bit of international intrigue here. Order of Canada. He's the Privy Counselor. I'm assuming that means like uh, privateness and not like a bathroom, but I guess I don't really know. I'm not. I'm not English, British. Maybe that's what they call like their um, waste disposal uh, agency over there. I think that's a lorry. Hey, what's up, Archer? I'm not done with my podcast yet. We're busy. We're coming up with very important ideas for the future of the country. Archer, Archer doesn't yet believe me. I I think that he's on the right path. Yeah, you'll you'll see when you're older. My dog's freaking out because the family left without him. Mm. Uh, so if you hear barking in the background, well, now that we've knocked this out, uh, is there any other uh, sort of? Uh, I, I, I'm speaking of biffing things. I'm biffing the transition away from our wonderful idea. It's really hard to kind of like find something of equal altitude to transition biffing? to biffing can you just can you define biffing for me uh, i would say bi- if you biff something you're um you're i i picture a biff as sort of a whiff but also with a almost falling down component um is it like it feels slightly intentional as well no, it's to, oh, I, I guess apparently biff is to strike something roughly or sharply with the fist, which is not what I meant. <laughs> um, so uh, Urban Dictionary says biffing is, um, oh, yeah. Don't biff I, me, bro. <laughs> I figured that's what they thought it meant. Okay, so I'm messing, I, I'm, this is apparently not a word uh, in the sense that I thought it was. I'm, I just meant like a... I'm still... Yeah, I think I got you. I'm still lost in trying to think of what kind of awesome name I'm going to give myself at some point. But, um, I mean, there, there's, I, I think that you might want to work your way up to an awesome name because there is this sort of like a upgrade path, right? Because we had discussed 
there being a uh, cost per letter. Uh-huh. Or, uh, well, I think cost, I was going to originally suggest cost per syllable, but I think cost per letter, it definitely lets you sort of, uh, there's a homonym. Uh, you could sort of hide status in the homonyms there, right? So, yeah, like more efficient names sound as cool, but they're actually cheaper. Right, exactly. So if I, I could be like, uh, uh, you know, I could put on some EIGHs in there or some sort of other uh, longer, you know, in this, this. Oh, will we use, will we let people use non-standard um, spellings? Because when you're saying it, it'll oh. sound right. But if you just start spelling things phonetically with the shortest possible letters to save money, I mean, I mean it'll show up on paper. It'll be really gauche. Uh, yeah, but it, I mean, if I, hmm, that's a good question. Because on one hand, I think that the, the efficiency, you know, cost savings and efficiency and also cutting corners are all very American. <coughs> uh, but at the same time, then we're losing that initial cultural uh, intimidation factor that you can have from just saying your name to someone. Because if it's a long word, that sounds like someone might have been able to spell it with, you know, four letters, then maybe it doesn't have the the weight that you want it to. Hmm. Hmm. Well, okay, here's another thing. Um, we already have a way for people to buy houses, which are prohibitively expensive in every way. Oh, yeah, there's huge quotes on the word buy so, there. Yeah, I mean, I don't own my house, uh, so... I mean, I'm trying. I am a big fan of like there being a graphical component to your mortgage where they show you a plot of land and then they show you a monthly payment to monthly payment, which part of your house and land you now own. Oh, interesting. Uh, I don't think it exists, but it should. But anyway, we're hitting the banking industry too here, which money, just more money is being created Mm -hmm. where you take out what essentially is a mortgage on getting better titles. I mean, oh. if you want to get somewhere in life, you need to take that out at the beginning. Yeah, sure, you can't earn a 20-letter word when you're getting out of college and in debt. Uh-huh. But you know what? In America, you can borrow that money, and you can set yourself up for success to one day pay off that name. I see. So you're building equity on this name. Presumably, I mean, I don't know if we can sell titles. So if I, if I, uh, you know, I have, well, we certainly can sell titles. That's that's the entire that's the entire uh, format here. So if if, I will own my title, yeah, one day. So like, maybe you want to be the splendiferous Brock Walker USA. Uh, You know, that's quite a title. I think there's going to be, you know, a a word like splendiferous, that title, first of all, it's probably going to already be owned by somebody. So you're going to have, you're going to be kind of handling a markup there. Uh, And then there, you know, it's, but I think the bank can step in for you and maybe the bank invests in that title uh, and you maybe put like a 5% down payment on it and they can send you a thing in the mail, you know, that says like, congratulations. Maybe it's like a very nice letter. Once you when you know you reach uh, how many letters are in Splendiferous, you're gonna get you know I'm every trying. few percentage points you're gonna get another letter, and they're gonna say you know you you now are you you now are Spl, 
And, oh, you know, by the time but you that have the rights, the bank allows you to use the name that they still technically own. Right. No one needs to know. You know, when you take somebody into your house, no one needs to know that you put 3% down on that house. And you're going to be paying PMI until you're 73. Like, the, you know, you're, the, you're, you, you may, you and the bank know that you're just splur. Immediate success. That's what we, that's what I bought when I got a mortgage. Right. And like the, <clears throat> that maybe when you bought Splendiferous, it was uh, trending down for whatever reason. Maybe, maybe a person who was Splendiferous uh, got caught in an insider trading scandal or something. And that name, you know, so right. there's going to be reason. Wait, the market's going to ebb and flow. And when it ebbs. Yeah, there's, there's a whole name trading yeah, like uh, marketplace, separate marketplace. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna, you're they're gonna be people handling, you know, futures trading on this stuff, and and the market's gonna ebb and flow, and whichever one of those means go down, um, you're gonna grab the name <laughs> when that happens, and then you know maybe you're gonna, maybe you never, maybe you never are actually a full owner of a splendiferous, but what you do is you're split. Maybe you get that yeah, E but, or that N eventually, but then you flip it. You're going to flip that name. Yeah, you're flipping that right off. So if this were the case right now, what title would you short sell immediately? Short like sell? Before six, yeah, in six months, this thing's going to crash, Ugh. but right now people think it's valuable. A title, see, I think I think that title day trading, first of all, people are going to know when you're title day trading because your title is going to be changing all the time. Um, which is Wait, you, know, you actually have to use the ones you get. Oh, that's true. I guess you could have sort of a portfolio, but I, I no, th- I like I like the way you were thinking about it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you can't. If I go to the DMV and I register, I mean, I guess I can register more than one car, but these are also going to be prohibitively costly. Um, so, like, I, I, you know, I maybe I have four or five cars in my garage if I'm doing quite well. But other than that, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna use the car. I, I'm gonna drive the car I own. You know. Unless you're sort of like a title enthusiast, um, but like, it, it, all right. Some so I'm, I'm, titles. I'm dodging the question here. You're saying what title? If I were, if I were a title day trader, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm out there, and there's something where I'm just like, you're, you're saying the one that I'm screaming into my phone, you know, sell, yeah, sell, this sell. Is, this is big. No, this is big right now. People are it's like, buy right it now. up, buy it up, and you're like, six months. People are going to regret this. I mean, I think that anything Fortnite related is probably this. This might be a I good like time. It. Yes, good. Yeah, if you're if you're just actually because um, well, the direct names are going to be taken, but maybe like Flossing Champ is going to be out there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like uh, maybe t- t- well, Tilted Towers is probably going to be owned by the Fortnite people. I'm out of my depth here because I've just listed the two things I know about Fortnite. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not definitely going to try to get into that. I'm, I'm an officially a dad in this subject. Um, no playing Fortnite's. <laughs> well, Fortnite has also, I think, uh, it's it's done what Minecraft and uh, emo music have done in the past, which is we have seen it crest with the like, uh, you know, it gets popular with to- college age kids. It sort of crests po- cultural consciousness with high schoolers. And now it's primarily handled by twelve-year-olds, um, and and the mind, this happened with this happened this happened with a number of cultural trends, and I think that Fortnite is already sort of mostly played by twelve-year-olds. But then again, I'm also mostly just guessing because I'm mostly just thirty-four. Um, I'm, I'm going to take your guess as more of a fact, so <clears throat> hey, it's easier that way. Also, in the spirit of the podcast, hmm. So perfect. 
So, I, I mean, you're going to, I mean, much like uh, the actual stock market, a lot of this is going to be responding to uh, other people, responding to other people making assumptions about what's going to trend. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like we, we've sort of landed in this sweet spot in between the stock market, which is uh, ostensibly representing the growth of real companies and the uh, sort of hashtag or, or if you will, Google AdWords keyword market, which is, you know, priced according to, uh, to, uh, uh, popularity and, and, uh, right. And largely people are, people can make money off of this if you don't want to spend the money or technically own the name. You're going to be what amounts to a walking billboard, like we were talking about earlier, say, like in a voting cycle. You might encounter a lot of people with the variant of vote Wilson, mm. John Smith, USA, um, or, you know, variants thereof, and they're not paying for that name. Um, they might be doing it for free, or they might be just sponsored, like billboard style. Uh, you know, if there's sponsorship in here, then we need to bring back up something that I think we had... Uh, we had sort of turned well, over. It's a free market sponsorship. Just a natural. Oh, that's uh, true. Result of such a system. Honestly, yeah, we we start with sponsorship and kind of work out from there. But if there's sponsorship involved, then there does need to be. I think uh, uh, rather than our concept that I, I'm now thinking is outmoded and naive, which is that of a, a company sort of being able to be like a holding company of these titles. I think there does need to be, um, especially with sponsorship at play, a sort of mandatory nature to these titles where uh, not only must a title once it's hit the market be associated with a person uh but that person is also required by federal law to recite all of their titles uh upon greeting someone because i 100 percent agree because otherwise the whole thing falls apart you can hide bad titles and the person who has a good title there's sort of this like if it a feeling of like, oh, of course he's going to make me hear his title again because he has a good one. But if everybody's mandated to do it, you know, you can at least still maintain the semblance of humility as you recite your title, great lord of all poker. Chicken nuggets, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was thinking if you had a good name, quote-unquote good. But also... Uh, no, there's no dignity for someone with chicken nuggets in their name. They just know that, you know, maybe they'll be successful later. I, I don't know why dignity has to come into play here at all. Maybe, you know, I, I, I much like I might put chicken nuggets as a hashtag because it's a trending topic. Um, <laughs> I, I, if I'm the kind of person to hashtag a photo chicken nuggets because it's of chicken nuggets, which is both accurate and also a proper reflection of the trending nature of chicken nuggets at that point in time. I, I don't see why I wouldn't put that in front of my name and Will say we it. allow hashtags. Well, these are, I mean, these are effectively hashtags. Okay. I, I think that like whether people want to pay the extra uh, seven letters premium to put the word hashtag in front of another title, it's entirely up to them. Um, Can we mand- mandate spaces between words? I, I mean, it's a phrase. Uh, I don't think we can get into punctuation because I feel like that, you know, again, we're running into sort of like litigious gray areas. Um, like if I were to say if I, chicken nuggets was taken, so I, I took chicken hyphen nuggets. I think that's a little weird. 
but then again, uh, again, in terms of just like creating money, if I want to, if I want to purchase chicken hyphen nuggets with the word hyphen in there, because these are primarily verbal titles, um, I'm <laughs> certainly welcome to do that. I think I would accept dash as well. So that's fine. Chicken dash. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there is this, uh, so we're talking mandatory, uh, recitation of your titles bec- for legal reasons. If I, if you know, if there's, if someone invested in a title or invested in my usage of a title, you know, they, they deserve a uh, return on their investment. Uh, so it, it, in the nature of that, like if I, um, if I'm sort of a title carrier or, or I think a popular role here is going to be sort of a, um, I'm going to, to use a course term title launderer. Um, so maybe like a title, uh, someone who in who holds titles for a certain period because like these companies you can't put a title on a company let's not be ridiculous these titles have to be uh each hold on corporations are entities with their own rights as reaffirmed by the supreme court so oh boy com- companies can have can corporations can have their own titles I think that we might eventually go back to the Supreme Court with that issue, but uh, starting here on the ground floor, I'm willing to I'm willing to take that fight at a state level uh, right. because I want to give opportunity to people who are are, are just carriers for titles. Uh, you know, there's going to be these companies they want to resell titles. Where are they going to put all those titles while they're in the market? Well, they certainly can't just like uh, just put them on you know in a bucket somewhere. These these are real uh, concepts that need to be attached to real people. So like I can go in, it's sort of like uh, donating blood. I can go in uh, to a title uh, shop and uh, just just pick off a list of titles just to take to, to just to take temporarily. <laughs> and then and then I'm you know I don't really have uh, I don't have any say about when those titles go out because when they sell they sell. Um, but for Got for it. that period, maybe you know I'm making a couple extra bucks on the side. Maybe I'd make three percent off the sale of that title. All right. Well, <clears throat> how do we push this through Congress? Uh, do we have to start with Congress? It doesn't seem like anybody else is. Mm. All right. We'll start with corporations, and then um, yeah, I was thinking go straight. The government will eventually have to create regulations. Yeah, I was going to start with either just Google or maybe just lobbyists. <laughs> just work our way. <laughs> Work That's our way back thing. to the government. Yeah, well, well, well All right. it's easier to uh, <laughs> ask for forgiveness than permission. So, Okay, I've workshopped a little something here just over the past minute. Um, and I feel like I, if I use something that is, like, based in my actual life, but I just fancy it up, that it's the best way to go with these titles. So I'm thinking, here's my first thought. I have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which are mine. I'm, you know, proficient at cooking food, which is good. And I participate um, and am arguably, I don't want to get an argument here, I'm arguably the star of a podcast. Mm. Um, so I was thinking something like creator of life, maker of sustenance, speaker of truth, Brock Walker, USA. Uh, that's, that's a uh, phenomenal, I think that, um, maybe we can have some sort of an article discount cause no one's going to really want to pay full price for the word of, but it's, it's, you know, it's sort of a commodity. Yeah. I got commas in there too, but I don't want to pay for them. No, those, uh, the commas come free. 
Oh, uh, cool. yeah, that's just, I mean, let's, the, we, you're, we need some way to attach these things together and we might as well, again, with the, you know, the nightmare that is, uh, Prince Charles's name, we really want to standardize <laughs> this. Um, yeah, so we don't just end up like with the British empire and, uh, in a, in a, you know, a hundred years from now. Um, no, we're improving. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's very nice. Um, I, w- I think that also there's a, there's a, um, sort of broadness to those that, that really, since we are founders, we're going to get exclusive rights for, you know, probably a few generations, I would imagine. Um, and we can pass these, we haven't talked about sort of entitled inheritance, uh, like name tax, name, name death taxes. Oh, mm. I mean, like they get to take part of the title away. So like my kids can only inherit two thirds of that title. Huh? That's interesting. We haven't even talked about taxing the titles. I mean, well, well, I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, sure. There's going to be a, some sort of a, uh, it's a, ta- it's a title renewal fee. It's a yearly title oh, a renewal fee. I like fee better than tax. Yeah. It, fee. Cause you don't want to, <laughs> people don't like taxes, but right. fees, they're necessary. This is yeah. like a thing you got to do handling. I mean, yeah, there's processing involved processing, right? It, You're paying a, a value add for some kind of, you know, work being done. My that's goodness. Right. Yeah. Taxes yeah. are evil, but fees, you know, somebody's working for that. Fee. Yeah. We got, I mean, we got hardworking DMV employees that now have an entire other sort of line uh, they all, they have to be, we have to train these people in finger, proper finger guns and high fives and, you know, and, and then there's going to be, uh, amendments, uh, laws being passed to add other sort of emotes, um, to the, to the title purchasing process. I mean, we start with the basics, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what the market demands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to go with something more austere. I was just, okay. the, I was just going to go with it's. So I t- it's uh, yeah. Cameron Daigle USA. I like that. I t- it apostrophe s. Clever. It's Cameron Daigle USA. And you do uh, have to pay for the apostrophe though, because you're trying to shortcut the. I mean, I, 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 mean, I you're already short enough there. We're it's like when you start a, a company and you just kind of assign shares to yourself. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not worried about paying for anything. Oh, it's true. And also, well, I, my name's more valuable. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually. But like my, I mean, I'm going to be paying very low fees. I'm going to have a very low fee name uh, that is eventually going to be very high demand. So maybe it's only so four characters. So you're thinking like this is the classic uh, play a computer game that allows you to make your own name and then play through and see the type of conversations it inserts your name into and then make a clever name that makes those sentences actually say something else. So oh. you're wanting your pre- your name prefix to be something uh, that includes your name in some kind of sentence. Oh, man. I mean, the grammatical concerns were uh, I hadn't even thought that far. I'm just thinking, like, that over time, the shorter, while you're right that on, a, like, a sort of a flat fee rate, um, the longer names are going to be uh, a certainly higher cost, higher upfront cost, which is uh, appealing from a, from a, a revenue perspective. Um, over time... Uh, much like short domain names, those short, you know, every title under six characters is going to end up taken um, pretty quickly. And then they're going right, to be all circulating sort of in the title market. People could live their dreams through these titles. Like, I mean, 
granted, somebody probably rent somebody would probably have to rent these longer titles because you can't own it, especially somebody who actually wanted something like you're the next contestant on The Price is Right, Brock Walker, USA. Oh, well, yeah, now we're talking, you know, maybe that's a title that uh, The Price is Right folks um, sort of dole out on a, sort of a, um, you know. You could win it. it, it well, it, we, there's no minimum length to own a title. Um, you know, this is all up to the, to, the, um, to the title holders. So maybe they grant that title for the for the length of say walking from your seat down to the stage uh you do legally possess uh the, <laughs> the title name. of the next contest you're the next contestant on the that price would make right. it so much more satisfying yeah and of course that means that you're going to need a care a uh, sort of a price is right uh employee to legally retain that title the rest right. of the time they run up to your seat with a clipboard there's a couple signatures one of the people next to you witnesses it uh they, there's then, a high five and nice right. right and then same thing when you get back to your seat they uh flip your title back to you right and they flip it back to the you know one of your employees um who for the rest of the year is the next contestant and the price is right <laughs> um, that's just the nature of the job yeah <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh,